Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I'm your host, Gabe Peterson, and this is the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items for you. First, if you like this episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running far into the future. Second, if you're a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All I charge is our admin costs to keep this show running. So if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says, get the ebook in the upper right-hand corner to grab yourself a copy. With that said, let's dive right in. Today, we have a very special guest with us ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. And we're back with another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today, we have Jeff Long with us. Jeff started investing back in 2018, so not too long ago, and had to overcome limiting beliefs and a lack of financial understanding to get in. He bought 11 properties in his first three years and continually added more to his portfolio. He's done most with private lending and creative financing, which is awesome to hear because, uh, you know, going into something with just just your W two is uh, is often prohibitive for most people. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say, Jeff. Thank you very much for hopping on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. I'm really excited. All right, um, I told you before we uh, we got on here, we always start with stories. Mm-hmm. So why don't you take us back through yours? How'd you get started in real estate? Yeah, so uh, growing up. Um, we didn't have a lot of money. I mean, my, my parents were financially conservative, right? But it, we didn't talk about stocks and real estate and, and any investing type of thing. So I just, it was so out of my league um, that growing up, it just wasn't an interest. Uh, but uh, I think it was 2015, uh, my grandfather passed away and left a small inheritance. And what was special about that was he worked his whole life in ministry and nonprofits, churches, things like that, right? That that aren't typically known for like having a lot of money, uh, at least in his circle of of, uh, ministry. And that really lit a fire. It was like, okay, if he could have that type of financial legacy, um, imagine what I could have. I have a much higher earning capacity and I could leave that much more of a, a, a legacy to my kids and grandkids and so forth. So that really was this fire of like, oh, wait a second. I And my wife and I had saved up some money, um, but I really had to overcome a lot of things, right? Like um, I used to tell myself I was bad at math because I used to hate math. Uh, I used to hate spreadsheets, anything financial or anything that seemed complicated. My kind of small brain was like, ah, information overload. And it would, you know, abort. Right. So I had to kind of get through that. Um, Thankfully I'm kind of entrepreneurial and I love sales and the deal and all that. So that part really kicked into gear and, and, um, and help. So it took me honestly a 
a year or two to learn the terms. I mean, just silly things that, like you and I take for granted, right? Like cash on cash return and just some of these simple things for me were overwhelming at the very beginning. It just took, took me a little time to get um, comfortable with everything so I could jump in and, and buy my first property. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, I hear that so often is uh, we mentioned it, you know, when we had our conversation before we got on here, you said the word limiting belief. Actually, I think I said it, but I was reading it off of your bio. Um, and I know a lot of people out there do struggle with that. They they think real estate investing, they see big spreadsheets, you know, all these complicated right. terms, and it kind of keeps them from going down the path. Um, and it sounds like that's something that, uh, that you kind of struggled with. Um, but you did get over it. I mean, you have 11 properties. That's awesome. Congratulations. Three years. That's a, you know, that's a, that's a good, good trajectory there. Um, so how did you, you know, you got your inheritance from your, from your dad. Um, and then you realize, you know, this is this, he left this money on a meager salary. You can do better. You have this money to invest. I'm sure you started looking around. Why did you think real estate was the way to go? Um, I was looking, and just to be clear, uh, so it was my my grandpa that passed and left the, the small inheritance. I don't yeah, want my like sorry, dad to watch dad. this and be like, right. "Wait a yeah, second, yeah. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still <alive>. sorry, <laughs> dad out there. It's grandpa. No, you're dad. good. You're good. Um, uh, uh, what was the question? The um, uh, how totally did you? It. So you you got your inheritance from your grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not a lot of people when they first think of investing. You know, they get this sum of money, they want to make more yeah. money. A lot of times they just, the first thing that comes to mind is the stock market. They want to put it in the stock market. Um, Obviously you didn't do that. So what kind of brought your attention to real estate in the first place? Yeah. So it was two things. Uh, First, I think it was that um, within that time, I had just been kind of looking at and studying uh, wealthy people, right? Like what do they do besides work hard and have some, you know, there's some certain things there, but then what do they do with their money to, to grow it? Uh, exponentially. And obviously real estate is like at the top of the list. Right. And then the second thing, my, my grandpa, even though he was in ministry all of his life, he owned real estate. So he had some apartment buildings and some other things. And I kind of knew about that as a kid growing up, but honestly, it was like, why would you do that? Right. It was kind of this negative thing. I was never taught the benefits or the cat, like anything. It was just kind of like, Hey, little Jeff, there's an apartment building. Okay. You know, so it just, <laughs> cool, none of the dots were connected for me, unfortunately. Gotcha. Okay. So you got it. And then it sounds, I mean, you, you knew your grandpa made his money this way. So you decided right. to go that, that route as well. Yeah. It, it, my wife pointed out to me, she's like, Jeff, there's been a couple of times in your life where she's seen like a, a fire in me where it's like, I have to do this. Right. So even when I started my own uh, marketing agency and, and some other things, and she said that was the case here. I, I can't explain why. I kind of felt this burden or calling or something that was like, you have to you have to use this money, this inheritance. And and again, I'm talking small inheritance people. We're not talking like tens and tens of thousands or hundreds of, it was small. It couldn't have even bought a house. It was like a tiny down payment if that, but it was just enough to, to light that spark. And we had saved some money. So it was more of like, it woke me up. I think that's a good way to look at it. It kind of woke me up of like, I need to be more responsible. I need to not just help myself, but my kids, grandkids, and also the community, right? It helps build tenants and communities and neighborhoods. And it's a snowball effect. Gotcha. I love it. Um, So what was your first purchase? You know, you got this inheritance, you, you, your fire was lit. You wanted to go out there. You wanted to invest it. Um, What was the first deal you did? Yeah. So um, 
it, you're going to laugh at this. So I'm in the, the Midwest, right? So purchase price is low, cash flow high. Uh, my first purchase was uh, $18,700 for a single family home. Nice. It was standing. People were living there. It wasn't in squall or anything like that. It was a diamond in the rough. I mean, it was it was a grand slam out of the gate. I, I can't take credit. It just kind of fell into my lap. My, my realtor showed me a bunch. That was the first one that fit. We put about 15,000 into it uh, to make it more rent ready. Um, I probably even over rehabbed it a little bit uh, from there. Uh, just, you know, your first one, you don't quite fully know. Um, but I had to depend on mentors. Uh, the a guy that goes to my church has about 100, 150 doors. So he connected me with some um, uh, contractors and some other people and kind of helped walk me through that. But here's the interesting thing that happened. Um, I had a friend that's very smart, savvy, wealthy, you know, all these things. And he was like, Jeff, you bought a property where? Like he he pretty much called me an idiot when he found this out. And I was like, kind of again, going back to limiting beliefs, right? Like, oh, maybe I am, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm wasting all this money that, you know, we saved up and for my grandma's inheritance and just blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, once we did the rehab, once I rented it out and he saw the numbers, he was like, whoa, wow, that's really good. I, I might want to invest with you myself, you know? So it's kind of this valley experience of feeling really low and like I'm doing it wrong to this mountaintop of like, okay, I, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Yep. Yep. And I'm sure everybody once, once they get started, you know, if anybody out there is just listening and you're on the fence, you're not sure if you're going to buy a property, you're going to feel like you're doing it wrong for, oh, for a long so time. Hard. The yeah. key is just to get out there and pull the trigger. It's just like, like right. you did. I'm sure this one, you know, I'm sure you didn't have hundred percent confidence when you're going into this. You said you had some limiting beliefs in there. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's like I tell my kids all the time when they learn something new, anything new is scary, hard. You know, it's like half mental, half physical. It's just really difficult. But once you learn it, you know, once you learn the the foundational things, like it gets easier. So I got addicted right after the first one. I was like, let's do another. And, and so I quickly found another one. Um, and that was seller financed and then kind of kept going from there. Cool. I love it. And that's the great thing about real estate is, uh, you know, you might not have confidence from experience. But real estate is all about the numbers. So if the numbers work out, you can feel at least a little bit of confidence knowing that you're going into a good deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's cool. I mean, you just you mentioned right at the tail end there, you said uh, seller financing, and I am a sucker for for creative financing. I just love yeah. that you can make pretty much any deal work at both. You know, the seller and the buyer can work out something that um, that's a benefit to both parties through creative financing. So. How did you learn about sell or seller financing? And then how did you do, how did you negotiate this first deal? Yeah. So this uh, learned about it probably in the myriad of podcasts and books and, you know, just webinars and you name it, I've, I've probably consumed it. Um, this was on the MLS, uh, another property my realtor brought to me. He kind of specialized in, um, you know, real estate investment properties. And it was another investor looking to sell. And it was, honestly, it was a little higher price than I, probably should have paid, but I was, I just wanted to get in the game. Right. If I, you know, I'm using air quotes here. If I waste a couple thousand dollars, like paying too much, I was fine. Cause I'm in it for the long run. And, you know, it's not like I'm wasting or, or over, over buying by, you know, tens of thousands, it's, you know, a few thousand. So again, just wanted to get in the game. And so, yeah, we, we negotiated, um, I think it was a three-year term and, um, I just cashed them out recently and, okay. um, 
I, I kept asking him, do you have more? Do you have more? And he, I think this was either his last or only one, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm always asking people, you know, if they know of anybody uh, that has properties they're looking to sell or, or whatever. And so, yep. um, and that's a, that's a good little hack there that I've uh, recently taken on is when I buy, I just did a due diligence trip to buy a, um, two self storage facilities down in Texas. Nice. And whenever I go to buy anything, I just post it online. Like, Hey, I'm, uh, I'm buying this. It's cool excited about it. Um, yeah. but then people, I mean, like you're saying, you tell everybody and, uh, and they learn and, you know, they learn what you're doing and then they get involved with what you're doing. And that's, um, yeah, that's when things start to really get going. And sure. you, uh, you mentioned private lending. So that's, um, you've, I mean, it sounds like this is the the route that you've taken as well. Yeah. Most of mine have been private lending. So of the 11, I'm ballparking here, probably eight or nine of them have been private lending. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I've been, um, and none of them are family, right? So I don't have like a rich uncle that's, you know, pouring money into my pockets or anything like that. So I don't want to get this impression again, that I'm coming from money or that anything it's, it's relationships. It's a lot of it is like you just said, is, uh, telling your story and showing deals. And so, um, you know, I'm in a, a mastermind group. I've been in one for six or seven years now. And so there's a couple people there where I just posted some deals and how I'm helping the community. And I posted a little bit about um, some of the tenants I have are single mothers and, and just, it's kind of nice to be a blessing to them. And so these private lenders uh, get excited about that, right? You know, they want to obviously increase their wealth, but they also like the story of how I'm helping tenants and neighborhoods and communities and they want on board. So um, it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's been easy, but I think I think that story piece sometimes can get lost. I mean, granted, some people are hard charging. They just only care about numbers. I get it. Some people do care about the story and the meaning and the benefits of, of people. Um, and so it's just kind of connecting the dots for, for each person. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, coming from a marketing background, you said uh, you, you started your own marketing firm. I'm sure the, the story side is not lost on you. Um, for sure. For sure. That's absolutely true. The more, the more story you put behind it, the more people have something to grab onto. So love that. Yeah. Um, just check the clock. We have gone through our 15 minutes, so we have to go into the quick question round. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Um, grabbing my spot here. Okay. So we start with books. Um, and actually I've amended it. So it's books, podcasts, movies, whatever, <laughs> Where, whatever source that you get your information from, give me two recommendations one for general life wisdom and one for uh, real estate specific. Okay. Uh, real estate specific. I mean, this was impossible because I listen to books and podcasts and videos. I mean, almost on a daily basis. It's an addiction. I probably need help. Um, but I think uh, Raising Private Capital by Matt Faircloth was really beneficial. I've, I've listened to that a couple of times. And it just goes through the simple steps of like how to identify people that might be private lenders how to approach them in a non-weird salesy way and how to make it a win-win, right? And so it's it's as easy as that. Like uh, Non-real estate related books. Um, I'm actually going through this with my, my girls that are 10 and seven. Uh, it's kind of an old book. It's called The Magic of Thinking Big. And it gives simple, practical ways to think big, even as simple as like walk 25% faster and sit in the front of the classroom and have a better attitude, you know, just little practical things that kind of even talk faster. That's why I probably talk a little fast when I'm on these interviews is, you know, I want to uh, think big and it just kind of helps with that magic of thinking big. Huh? Cool. I've uh, that's the first time somebody recommended that. 
Yeah, it's, it it's, it's a, one of my top five books. It's fantastic. All right. Um, we'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, moving on. So habits. Um, habits are the foundation of our life. So if you could point to one thing that you do day in and day out that you feel contributes the most to your mm-hmm. overall health, well-being, happiness, what would that be? I mean, it's, it's my morning routine, you know? So, I mean, within that one answer, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, my devotions and workout and gratitude and some journaling. And I, uh, am addicted to that as well. (laughs) Yeah. Morning routines are, are, are crucial for sure. If you could point pick one thing out of that routine, you had to drop the whole routine. You can only do one of them. What do you think would, uh, what do you think would, I don't know, contribute the most to your day? Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, as a believer, it's, it's reading my Bible, it's praying, it's kind of quieting my mind and just asking the Lord, like, what do you want me to do today? Right? Like I have a bunch of things I want to do, but maybe those aren't important. So for me, that's been beneficial. I love it. Love it. All right. Moving on. Um, this one is for your younger self. So if you could go back (laughs) to the Jeff who did not know, I guess doesn't have to be that young because you started in 2018, (laughs) but go back to the Jeff who did not have real estate experience. Um, look him in the eye, give him one piece of advice moving forward in real estate. I think it's, I can easy, easily overanalyze, overeducate myself. So for me, it's just get in the game. You're going to love it. It's addicting you'll figure out the details later. You know, the minutia you'll figure out later. Yep. That is great advice. I don't know how many people I've had on this podcast. I ask him, you know, what's the one piece of advice you could give? And they all say, I wish I would have just started earlier. It, yeah, for sure. And that is so true. Um, all right, moving on. So uh, the United States is a very large place. There are plenty of places to buy real estate. What area of the U.S. Are, or your, your own state are you most excited to purchase your next property? So I'm in Dayton, Ohio, and all of my investments are currently there. I've looked at other cities in Ohio as well as some surrounding states. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, um, but have some feelers out. I have a, a couple uh, realtors that are and wholesalers that are sending me stuff. So always looking to expand and I'm actually looking to expand into, um, uh, um, besides single family and multifamily, uh, storage units. So storage oh, cool. units have always been intriguing and, and, uh, in my crosshairs. So I'm glad yeah, that you're, sure. you're doing that as well. No, I, I love it. I've done many different assets classes. It's, uh, nice. I hopefully, well, I'm closing on my first one soon, so it should be, nice. it should be fun. Um, all right, moving on. This is an opportunity for you to brag a little bit. We all have things that we specifically are good at. You are, uh, you're, you're not an exception there. So what are you exceptional at? What is your Superman strength? Mm, that's good. I think it's um, connecting with people and teaching people, right? So, you know, if I can, in fact, I've started little uh, mastermind groups or different groups, either in my area or virtually, uh, just with people that when I tell my story, they're like, what? You've done that? That's so cool. Tell me more. You know, so I have kind of this group of friends that are along for the ride and some of them have jumped in. Some of them are still kind of, you know, waiting it out. Um, But that's, that's something I enjoy is sharing my story and teaching others. Cool. I love it. All right. Last question. Um, this one is for the listeners. You've given us a lot of good advice. So I'm sure people out there want to reach out. What is the best way for them to get in contact with you? Yeah, probably uh, my website, which is prolonginvestments.com. And then uh, I'm more active on LinkedIn. 
but through my marketing agency. So, you know, if somebody wants to reach out and message me and, and chat, I'd be happy to, to, to chat that way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm involved in other social channels for more personal, but uh, that's kind of uh, the best way to reach out is LinkedIn and prolonginvestments.com. All right. Prolong Investments. I'll put that URL in the show notes. So if y'all want to reach out to Jeff, just go ahead and click the more in the description. It'll pop down the full description in there. You can find his URL to say hi. So Jeff, uh, thank you very much for hopping on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. This has been a blast. Awesome. For everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason we do this. So if you have any questions whatsoever, reach out to me, Gabe at the real estate investing club.com. Other than that, hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week. Keep rocking real estate and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed putting it on and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can apply in your own investing today in the field. Before you go, we have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to invest, take your investing to the next level. I've created an ebook just for you available on our website. This ebook ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance a deal with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I am throwing in a bundle of bonuses, seven of them to be exact. The first one will be the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating wealth in real estate. The second bonus is the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools, systems, and even the vendors we use to see the success that we do. And the third bonus is the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which is which will give you the exact keywords we use to target motivated sellers online using PPC ads. The fourth bundle is, or the fourth bonus is our contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all the contracts we use in the field to execute all different types of transactions. After that is the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. This is a lot of of bonuses that I said. I'm just going to keep going down the list. Number six is the investor's daily success tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And the last bonus is the wholesalers template for quick assignment cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. Whew, that is a bundle. So it's a mouthful. You get all of those bonuses for free when you download the ebook. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you're interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page to take advantage of that deal. And with that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.
All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form, fill that out, and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.